Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Wednesday and welcome to yet another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast. With me, the voiceover man, Andy Goldstein. And what a podcast we have got coming your way. And we start with, well, my show. There's only one place to start. Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm. And, of course, reaction to the night's football in the Premier League. It was me and that fellow with a head shaped like a gigantic orange. For the 13th time in 18 matches, the Foxes have failed to win. And with games against Sheffield United, Spurs and Manchester United to come, they will need all of their resolve if they want to be playing Champions League football next season. It's finished here at the Emirates Stadium. Arsenal 1, Leicester 1. It's just about staying focused, like I say, and just concentrate on the performance. You look too far ahead and obviously the games then go past quickly. And In order to get there, there's a process to that. And that's playing well. And like tonight, when we had to stand up to it, we did that. But it came from football, being clear and, and working the ball. And if we can do that, then we know that we'll, we'll pick up points. And if you can pick up points, then you can hopefully achieve what it is uh, we set out to. Arsenal tried to break, so Onchu stops them from doing so. Although Eddie Nketiah ended up colliding on the halfway line. And with uh, Justin on this near side, and that could be a problem. And Nketiah is going to be sent off. A red card, a straight red card for Eddie Nketiah. Absolutely. It's a, a big difference to play with 10 or 11 men against uh, this opposition. They know what they're doing, they are really clear plan. And obviously affects because you are completely unnumbered. It's an unfortunate incident because he's not long off the bench. He mistimes it, he hasn't meant it, of course he hasn't. But when you catch an opposition player around the kneecaps with your studs and a straight leg... And the ball's nowhere to be seen. You're going to do well with VAR to get away with that mm. one. Yeah. Mm. I was pleased to see the ref go over to the monitor and have a look himself. Yeah. It did make me laugh that Arteta runs over to speak to him and the referee's like, go away, go away, stop being yeah, in my no, ear. I, I, but I, but he could, looked at I, it once. That's all you needed, wasn't it, yes, for the ref? that's right. Yeah, I, I wonder whether there'll be any repercussions for Arteta on that. You know, you're not, you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to let the referee referee. Mm. And by doing that, it's he, he probably deep down knew... I just wonder whether there might be just a little bit of a slap on the wrists for him for that one. And that is it. Chelsea celebrate a very hard-earned victory in the end. They were so much in control for long spells, twice ahead by two goals. But in the end, they were clinging on grimly. Palace hitting the inside of the post in the 95th minute. But Chelsea are up to third for now. It is finished. Crystal Palace 2, 
Chelsea three. Had a few of those this season. Luckily, the roller coaster landed safely in the end, and we got through a slice of luck with their late chances. Good defending, I suppose. Kepa gets a fingertip, and Kurt makes a great tackle. But we shouldn't be at that stage really in the game. I think at two 0 we should uh, have much more control and see the game out better. We allowed them back in it a bit, and then um, at three two we also have chances, quite a few chances around their box. So. Uh, it makes for a nervy ending to the game. Obviously, throughout the 90 minutes or 95 minutes, I thought we played some very good football and were more than good value for the two goals we scored. But the 2-2 becomes 2-3 because we consider that first one. He clips it high to the far post. Down with the header. Oh, it's off the post. And somehow Palace don't score. And in the end, the shot from Van Arnholt is blocked. And Chelsea, so fortunate to still be ahead. At the end of the game, we hit the inside of the post and Christian Benteke is unable to beat the keeper on a 1v1. Pulls it back across. It's a poor ball, but Welbeck with the overhead kick. Oh, my goodness me. That is one of the goals of the season from Danny Welbeck. His first Premier League goal for Watford, and it is simply sensational. Well, it's important for us in the context of the season, but in where we've been and how we've played really since the restart, we, we've been. We, we know we've we've got to be better. And tonight was, yeah, it was a it was a tough game because uh, we played against a side who, when you consider. The season that they're having are a decent side, you know, they've got some good players. That uh, Daniel's a really a man with integrity. Uh, I like him a lot and I think uh, whatever happens here on in, they're well placed to bounce back if, they, if that is the case. But wherever there's a mathematical possibility, I know that they'll keep going. Now, this is Breakfast with Laura Woods and her guest, the Belgian manager Roberto Martinez, who spoke about the plight of his former club. Wigan. He also spoke about working with Kevin De Bruyne and why he's the best player in the Premier League. Don't know why I did that voice. I don't believe that uh, uh, at the moment being an owner of a football club, I don't think is enough with having the fit and proper test. I think there is, needs to be more and needs to be regulations that you force the owners to be responsible and be custodians of what these football clubs are. And yeah. at the moment, it's too easy for any football um, person or even a business person to get involved in an ownership without the responsibility that that takes. It's not easy to, to run a football club. It's very, very difficult. But you need to have measures in place, like it happens in other in, uh, countries where they could have a big bond, that if something goes really wrong, there is a, a, almost a parachute period to, to sort things out. And at the moment, we need to understand in the British game to have 72 professional clubs outside the Premier League. This is, uh, mm. this is the envy mm. of, of the rest of, of the football world. Yeah. And now is in, in real danger the, to, to lose it. And we need to make stand. Uh, Wigan Athletic were not in a dire situation. They were not. This is not a football club that has been run uh, badly. This is a, a model football club. And he makes absolutely no mistake. And Manchester City finally get the opening goal. And Kevin De Bruyne may have put them on the way to the semi-finals. It's such a different footballer. It's not a footballer that is set in a position. It's not a winger. It's not a number 10. It's not a number 6. It's, it's a player that he plays in, in relation of what's needed. He appreciates the space. He can execute the pass that we all see, but nobody can execute them with that, with that timing. And, and for me, I was watching the game Manchester City against, against Liverpool, and it was wonderful to watch to say, OK, Liverpool were the best team in the season and worthy winners, and they deserve to be the champions. But I'm looking at Kevin De Bruyne was, without a doubt, the best player in that pitch and probably that sums up 
that Liverpool are the world-worthy uh, winners. And Kevin De Bruyne, for me, has been the best player individual in, in the league. Now, the Jim White and Ashley Sawyer show, Simon Jordan, Kate Price's ex-husband, who's not usually one to stand by the EFL, acknowledged that the situation with Wigan is a tough one for them to deal with by saying, roll VT. Well, they haven't closed the football club down. They've taken a moratorium from their creditors, right? They've gone into administration to protect themselves against either the on, ongoing onslaught of creditors that need payment or the fact that they're going to refuse to fund it going forward. How it can happen, Jim, is it's 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 a cart and horse thing. The EFL fit and proper persons test doesn't work because it can't work in this situation because as a limited company, you can buy another limited company. If that limited company has the golden share to the football league, you automatically assume it. That's how that clown, that buffoon, that moron that owned Berry got into situ, which is basically he took over the ownership of a football club before the football league had approved his ownership yeah. because he bought a private business. In, in this instance, you've got a situation where the Football League are in a, a bit of a muddle because this structure enables someone to take over the ownership and then the Football League say, uh, hello, you, fit and proper. And then you get Steve Dell going, no, I'm not bothered with that fit and proper, I don't feel like it, and you get what happened to Barry. Now, in this situation, you've got a change of ownership, which is really just a change of vehicle. Something's happened here. Something's happened to make this person want to change this vehicle, and it will be inevitably about money and the ability to be able to reclaim some from a football club in a secured credit away. But as much as I want to whack the living daylights out of the EFL, because I think, and I think Rick Parry's tenure is becoming more and more fractious because he's not doing the things he should be doing, this is a really difficult one. Unless they're going to turn around, here's the biggest solution you can possibly put in place. Bond the ownership of a football club. In you come through the door, Simon Jordan, XYZ, new owner, and on the way in, you've got to give the Football League five or ten million quid, which they hold in perpetuity during your ownership, and they give it back to you when you sell. It's still your asset, but it's held by the Football League. It says in front of me, I've got to say the word champions before Liverpool, but I've already said champions, so you know that they are. Anyway, Liverpool... Travel to the Amex tonight to take on Brighton after picking up a 2 0 win over Aston Villa last time out. Reds boss Jurgen Klopp told Talksports James Savundra that Graham Potter has done an amazing job transforming the style of Brighton. And he also had some news on Adam Lalana. Oh, I can't wait for this. You know, it's clear that Adam will, will um, leave the club in the summer. If, I now, if you now ask me about him, I miss already everything about him. I, I just, uh, in this moment, he's still here. So um, he's an outstanding player. He's, he's one of the most influential players on the training quality I ever had in my life. Um, he's an incredible professional. But now we have a difficult situation. So which, and I be respect that a lot. From my point of view, he is already a legend here. So um, he can now start becoming a legend somewhere else um, from next season on. As Trossard fires a shot in and Brighton have taken the lead. Aaron Moy with the crossing from the right-hand side and on a day when Brighton could inch closer to survival, they lead at Carrow Road by a goal to nil. They're a really good football team, for example. They play, play different. They, um, I really think what they did um, over the last year is, is incredible. Um, in a, with a team like Brighton, who was, who was in relegation bet last year, uh, implementing a new style, evolving a proper football style, um, and that that's really that's um, that's interesting. It's doing a really good job there. Back now to breakfast, and Jamie O'Hara explaining why he had to train by himself at Wolves, why it broke him, and why he hopes it won't happen to a current Arsenal player. 
the intention was to get me out of the football club. Um, that was the whole reason why they did it. We got relegated. I'd been injured. Um, things didn't go well for me. I was on good money and the club wanted me out. Um, and I was more than happy and prepared to go. But the problem was, was you, you got to find someone to take you as well at the time. And I'd kind of gone through a bit of a bad patch in my career and was injured and wasn't really going well for me. It wasn't fit. So I didn't have anyone. Someone, no one was really sort of willing to take the risk, especially on my wages as well. So I basically just got cast aside and um, it broke me. It broke me for a whole season. I was in, I really struggled. I had weekends off. And that was the worst thing for me because I'd grown up, everything Saturday was, that was game day, you know, and I, I was having weekends off, uh, trained on my own. I wasn't allowed in the ground until 3pm in the afternoon. Um, so mentally it was a real sort of bad time for me. I went through a bad sort of depression with that. It gave off a bad impression of what I was about. And I think people have now come to see that I'm not that sort of yeah. person, you know. Yeah. Did it affect your relationship with the other players? Um, yeah, because I was really sort of, I was always sort of one of the jokers, one of the lads always sort of got involved with like sort of the golf groups and stuff like that, you know, and I just got cast aside, completely cast aside. So it, it really wasn't easy. Now, I hope they're not doing that to, to Genduzi over a long period of time. If they're doing it to teach him a lesson, I can yeah. kind of understand it, but yeah. he's still a young lad. He's 21 years of age and you're making him train on his own, that's tough mentally. Hawksby and Jacobs time, and Hawksby and Jacobs doing what they do best. Yep, time for Clips of the Month. We will kick off with Jim White and Natalie Sawyer talking to French football expert Julian Laurent. Julian, your fee remains the same, does it, mate? Or can we expect an inflated one coming in shortly? <laughs> no, no, no. We, we're friends here, so it's fine. Oh, I like That's that. Nice. If, if you were here now, I'd, I would give you a French kiss. I think he meant on both cheeks. I think, <laughs> no, I think he means on both cheeks, I think. The French great, style. The French style kiss, I think Jim was, was aiming yeah. for there. Yeah. <laughs> this was a caller to the sports bar. Ken's a Spurs fan. He's up next. Hello, Ken. Good evening. Hello, lads. How are you? We're well, good, Ken. Kenneth. Are you a Kenneth or a Kenny or what are you? Uh, a bit of both. A uh, bit of all. Ken, Kenny, Kenneth. Are you yeah, named after yeah. anyone famous, Ken? Yes, I am actually. Uh, Matt Monroe. Talk Sport. Caller of the Week. It just strikes me. Was Matt Munro's real name Kenneth something? It might no, it wasn't. To look it up. No, it no. wasn't. Don't, don't <laughs> waste your time. Ridiculous. Georgie Bingham and Tony Cascarino now, and they were about to chat to an Italian football expert. Let's find out from Nina Tavelli what she thinks we could expect uh, when the copper resumes. Good morning, Nima. Hey, Nina. Oh, uh, my name's Nima, and I'm a male. <laughs> oh dear. He's quite my annoyed, name's Nima, <laughs> and I'm a male. There we are. Yes, fair enough. This is, uh, is Simon. No, no. no, oh, I think it's it's me, isn't it? That's this you. is yeah. uh, Simon Jordan, and we. Is that going to be your catchphrase? Is it me? That's very good. That we get. I can see that on t-shirts, coasters. No, I used it's, to work with a bloke that that was his catchphrase. He was an yeah. accountant, and he whenever the say, phone yeah. went, he did. Whenever the phone went off anywhere in this open plan office, he'd go, "Is that for me?" You think we can't, can't always be for you, can it? Do you know what I mean? It's a anyway, great comedy then, no. catchphrase, though. Is that for me, <laughs> Andy? Is that for me, Jacobs? Uh, <laughs> this is one, Simon yeah. Jordan. Um, yeah. And we were worried, as he did seem to get stuck at one point during Jim White's show. But when children are here, then they have to be looked after. Yeah. Now, this issue is slightly com- 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 complicated. <laughs> Jim just gives him a nudge, like it's a, like it's a stuck needle. But com- 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 it was very good there, yeah. Standing England captain Ben Stokes, Stokesy to his mate. 
has been speaking to TalkSport's John Norman ahead of the first test against the Windies. That starts at 11am in Southampton today. There'll be updates throughout the day on TalkSport and it's Stokesy talking about the team spirit of the England team. There's a lot more public clarity um, with everybody. Where there's We have an identity as a test team. You know, whereas time's gone past, there's sort of been... Um, you know, a few lads might have felt under pressure with guys sort of knocking the door down in a negative way. Whereas now we try and look at that from a positive point of view, that there's competitions for places in the team. And if you're not performing well as a player, you know, there's someone who's who's right behind you to come in, which is which is a great place to be at, especially as an international side. But as I said, you know, I feel we have a have an identity now as a test team. And for us going forward, it's about building on that identity. And, you know, we have a goal of becoming the best team in the world. Um, so we're building towards that. Simon Jordan here. You and I both listening to the TalkSport Daily Podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Relegation battlers West Ham host Inform Burnley, having picked up a point at Newcastle last time out. And David Moyes told TalkSport C and Abrahams, brackets, the moose, that his side are doing well, but they're not safe yet. Well, obviously, they're not safe yet because there's still games to play and they, they could go down. So here's David Moyes stating the obvious. Which what you were saying was so easy to sort of follow through, but we've got difficult opposition in Burnley and we've got difficult opposition after that. So all we can do is try and play as well as we have and, and improve on it. You know, we're keeping asking for better, but we're scoring goals. We weren't scoring goals in the first couple of games. We are now asking for us to defend better, keep the goals up. We're creating opportunities and chances, which we're looking much better at that. I think our football's been good at times. We Again, we'd like to improve on it. But the big thing is for us, uh, as you well know, uh, Moose is to make sure that we get out of trouble and make sure that we, we win the game. So we've got a job to do, big job to do, to make sure that we, we keep, our, as I said a bit earlier, our noses in front. Newcastle boss Steve, nice to see you, to see you, nice. Bruce has been speaking to the media at a tonight's game with Manchester City at the empty ad. Etihad, my fault. This is Steve, nice to see you, to see you, nice. Bruce. Talking Danny Rose and his influence on the team since his loan signing from Tottenham Hotspurs. He certainly had an impact in the squad. 
And if you look at the results since Danny's been around, then he's, he's had a positive influence on everybody. Look, we will be making all those decisions. We're still up in the air of, of lots of things here in Newcastle, with, you know, and that goes for all the clubs. You know, we've just, it's unprecedented what we've gone through. I think we have to finish the season and see where we are and see what we've got. And we have to respect that he is Tottenham's player and, uh, and see what the situation holds for Danny. And that goes for Tino and that goes for Nabil, who've all made, I believe, since January, positive impacts to the squad. Might not have played as much as what they'd wanted, um, but certainly, certainly, um, the, the, the part of the play is, um, is, is upon them now. Now, the Wolves boss, Nuno Espirito Santo, or to give him his proper name, Nuno Espirito Santo. I've just made an absolute pig's dinner of that one. Anyway, he's been speaking to the press ahead of their game with Sheffield United. He was full of praise for the Blades and his opposite number, Chris Wilder, labelling him a magician, obviously mistaking him for Paul Zenon, that famous magician from the 90s. If you've not heard of him, Google him. He's quite good, actually, especially that bit where he manages to take a, a tax disc from the windscreen of a car without putting his hand in it. Although, I mean, if it should be known, it was never really there in the first place. It's just a sort of camera angle. Anyway, just Google it. Although, I've just spoiled it for you. Not only the result against Tottenham. Uh, we know Sheffield. I know Chris. Uh, it's been a while. I think we've been... There are only three seasons that we compete in the championship. He told he told that uh, I'm a, I'm a ma- magic. He's a real magician. He's the real he's the real one. Because uh, I recall when we we played we played then I start uh, booking uh, what was the the process of Sheffield. We played the same players with the same idea in League One. Then we go to Championship. Uh, then he comes to the Premier League with the same core. So he's a real magician. And last but by no means least, it's my show, Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday to Thursday from 10pm. Hold on a minute, we started with this. Yes, we did. And we end with it as well. Different bit, obviously. Arsenal obviously play with huge confidence, uh, but we came in and I thought we started the game well. The first 10 minutes, got on the ball, made some good passes, connected the game well. And then whenever they scored... Uh, the game became a little bit basketball and I think we were trying to rush our last pass. Uh, let's go to Will, an Arsenal fan. Hello, Will. Good evening. <laughs> evening, fellas. Hope you're well. Will, Will, give us your best bond. Who's your best bond? Who can you do? Connery, Moore? Who can you do? Oh, I thought I could do more, but I definitely can't. I don't want to Come embarrass on. myself. Try it. No, uh, listen. No. Try it. Come on. Come on, Will. Um, Come well, on. what I say? Um, go on. The name's Bond, James Bond. Oh, I, I, honestly, I thought I was watching Doctor No. Then I had my eyes shut. I expected frightening. I thought I was watching Doctor No. I will. I will introduce you as Bond. I'll be Bond, and Jason will be Bond. Okay, and then we'll talk yeah. Bond, and we'll talk football. All right? Yeah. Oh. There you go. Okay. You go, go. Okay, Jason. I don't know who that is. How are you at the moment, Mr. Cundy? Oh, well, welcome to the sports bar. Will, would like what would say? you like to say? I'd like to say that there's a lot of hysteria with Arsenal and um, there's um, people are talking about how after they lost to Brighton, everything, Arsenal were a terrible club and they can't play. And um, But then suddenly four wins in a row and we're disappointed that we draw with Leicester. I just think that sometimes things aren't as bad as they seem. Would you rather miss money, Penny, play it centre half? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about Miss Moneypenny, but um, 
I'd certainly back Q or uh, perhaps what? Felix Leiter to do a what, better job. What about, I don't know what accent, what about David Lewis? Do you think he's got an odd job? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's it for another podcast. You think, good work, everyone. Well, well, it's just me. It's just me and Tom. I mean, Tom edits the stuff, but the majority of it, of course, is me. So well done, me. Uh, a reminder, you can download previous and future podcasts simply by going to Acast, Spotify, or Apple Pods. Let me quickly tell you about some more live football that's happening all over TalkSport tonight at 6pm, exclusively live to TalkSport. Manchester City take on Newcastle at 6pm, the same time. Sheffield United take on Wolves. Also exclusively live, but this time to TalkSport 2. And staying with TalkSport 2 and staying with the word exclusive, at 7.45 you can hear live comms of Sheffield Wednesday against Preston. Well, that's it for another podcast. I enjoyed today. It was a good one. You were good. You sounded good. You looked good. You you smelled good. Oh, you didn't, Stuart. Oh, Stuart, you stink. Anyway, that's it. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Make sure you join me and the fun boy tonight from 10pm for another Sports Bar. In the meantime, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.